And Elijah said, look, open your eyes. Let me open your eyes. There are more with us than there are with them. And then the Lord blinded the whole army. That's all I could think of. When heaven comes to fight for me. Thank God. Amen. Amen. God is good. All the time. Just think about that. Heaven comes to fight for you. Jesus came to fight for you, didn't he? He fought for you with everything he had. For you. For salvation. For all of us to come into our salvation. Through the Son of God. Amen. Gracie, let's take up an offering. Amen. Come on down. Let's all bow our heads. Father, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you for this day. We pray that you would bless this offering. Lord God, that you would fight for our finances, that the enemy would not steal, not even a penny from us. Lord God, and anything that the enemy has stole, we pray that he would return it sevenfold. Lord God. Lord, and we pray this, Lord, in Jesus' name. We just know And believe that you are the God of our finances. You're Jehovah Jireh. You are the God who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Lord God. Lord, your streets are beautiful. Streets of gold. Streets of gems and jewels. Pearly gates, Lord God, that are huge. Lord God. Money to you is nothing, Lord God. It's nothing. Lord God, I pray that we would... Make nothing to us that we wouldn't worry about it, but we would trust in you for our daily provision, for everything we have, and everything we'll ever be, Lord God, we give it to you. And I just thank you and I praise you, Lord, for this day, and I thank you for this tithe and offering that you're bringing into this house, and I just pray that you would bless your people abundantly in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. No kids church today? Youth group tonight, here at the church or at the house? Here Here at the church. Youth group, 6 o'clock. Amen? Any other announcements? Did you want to share anything about uh, Robin, hon? Yeah, Yeah, come on down. I'll let you do it. Cuz, I'll hold that. Bring the little man with you. We're pretty excited. We're very excited because it's weird, like how I said the Lord's on the move. And how he does, we make our plans and we do our stuff, and then he does it differently <laughs> sometimes. And um, a long time ago, in a faraway land, <laughs> a long time ago, <laughs> uh, when we first began in ministry, one of the visions that we had for this ministry to the Lord was uh, like a 
a mountain of worship, that this place would be a, a place of worship and oh, <laughs> uh, that we would be singing out from here and even to have like a school of worship where we would uh, put our investment just like they did in the old tabernacle with David, and he had choirs. He was actually the first, that was the first time they actually had like organized worship where they, they had choirs that planned and sang and, and musicians, and they, because David wanted to raise a mighty voice of worship to the Lord. And so we just have always had that, like on our hearts, have talked about it over the years. Well, we have a, a customer <laughs> that Chris has become friends with, and probably Jordan too, um, Mr. Robin Linneberry. And he, is a, a music, he was a music teacher 30 for 30 years at Owego. No, Tiger Center. Oh, Tiger Center. And he has, Chris has talked to him about uh, his willingness to come and give music lessons to the kids uh, for worship purposes. And uh, we've talked to him a couple times about it, kind of in the, and anyway, Chris, Chris had it on his heart, totally on his heart the other day to call him and ask him if he would be willing, you know, if he might be willing to do that. And uh, he said, well, let me come up to the church. So he came, he came up to the church and met with Chris. He was very surprised driving down the driveway. <laughs> he was a little afraid, he said, when he turned into our, our driveway. And then he actually, he actually drove all the way up to the old barn instead of turning on the blacktop. But when he got here, he was thankful. <laughs> and he thought that the church was beautiful. And he checked out the instruments. He played all the instruments. Maybe that's why your guitar was left on, Jordan. No, that was not. He didn't play the Oh, he didn't. He didn't play the <laughs> and... <laughs> and uh so he is he was all excited and he was like you know what i want to do is get the kids together because i i did ask if he could give like multiple lessons like could he do if it's guitar could like you know a few kids be there if it's um drums or, or whatever you know and he said that yeah that was a possibility he said let's get everybody together and he wants to hear like what we do and he checked the sound system too joe he's got, he, he's got some info for you <laughs> that he said he can help you out a lot and show you some things on that um that uh, you know, we can use to to raise that hallelujah to the Lord. And I really believe that through the youth and the youth group and the children's group, 
and our church that the Lord is going to raise up a hallelujah here. And in the youth group, we're already planning on going to the Strawberry Fest with a um, song, (laughs) with a weapon that's our melody. (laughs) And we've started practicing that. We practiced it at last youth group, a couple songs, and the kids did so great. And they just, it gives them a way to enter into worship. And what, you know, it may not sound perfect. It may, you know, to our ear, to our uh, expectations or human expectations, we might think, oh, you know, we're not an experienced choir. We don't have everything all together. But I'm going to tell you what, it's not the sound of your voice in perfect harmony or in perfect pitch. It's the sound of your voice that comes from your heart to the Lord. And you can have a voice that sounds like a croaking frog. And if you're singing from your heart, God receives it as worship. Worship is, moves the hand of God. And so we truly believe, and I, I was even, I, I didn't even fathom it as much yesterday or this week. But even this morning, I was just thinking about how this is such a, a redirection, kind of like, you know, go back to what God has said. And, and it's true because in the word, it says that when you lift him up, he will draw all men unto him. And let me tell you, we're not lifting him up to draw all men unto him so we can fill these seats. Because, frankly, Scarlett... <laughs> Those of you know that movie. (laughs) No, but just, it's not about numbers. This is about, we need to lift the Lord up in worship, draw men to him to give them the good news. It might be drawing, it might be at the Strawberry Fest, a seed is planted in somebody's heart. It might be a family who has a teenager that's struggling that sees the youth group and says, we need help. It might be someone whose kids are lost and they, you know, they can't reach them. It actually says, I think, that 82% of the people who go to church right now are going because of their kids. They want their kids ministered to. So praise God for that. I mean, at least they care about that. They care that their kids are there and being ministered to. And so as we lift up the Lord and as we enter into this phase, if God, everyone be praying about this, be praying about this. Be asking the Lord about this. But we are, we praise God that this man that we, that Chris has met and shared with and shared with him and his wife, and that they are like literally excited to come and to do something here that would um, you know be in the form of teaching music. And he also is a singer. He said that when he was younger, he sang for Clinton. <laughs> he went to the White House and sang for Bill Clinton. So he's and he's just a nice man. I mean, they're they're really nice people and 
I think that we just, you know, be lifting this up. And kids, kids, be thinking about this. Uh, Be thinking about instruments. Be thinking and praying. And we'll talk about it more tonight at youth group. We're going to have a great youth group. Um, we're, I would say let's start youth group at like 6.30 instead of 6 because why? Isn't your, is your banquet 4 to 6? So that's why 6.30 will give you an extra half hour. If there's any changes, we'll let you know. <laughs> And um, but we have uh, some really cool things planned for tonight. Um, but praise God! So that's our announcement. God is on the move, and even though we're small in numbers, the Lord and that's what the Lord was speaking to me this morning in worship before I came is that this has has been and is preparation for what God wants to do here. He's he's been letting us sing and play together and worship together and it and it's been years and you know it's like when you worship with someone your heart is bonded as it is with the Lord like you become a body of Christ worship brings us into that bond and so we're looking forward to what the Lord is going to do Amen, Amen? So Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Julie. So we're pretty excited, amen? I want to show you. Can we play that video, Joe? In 20 minutes? All together, the video is? Oh, the down. All right, well, okay, we'll play it last. Then. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray that you would bless this message, that you would bless, Lord God, this word. That, Lord, that Lord, anything that's of you would stick into our hearts. Lord, we open our hearts and we open our ears. We open our eyes to see, hear, and receive all that you have for us. And I just pray this in Jesus' name. And anything that's not of you, Lord God, would be discarded. Amen? The title of my sermon is called The Word. The Word. The Word. Amen. We are so blessed. We don't realize how blessed we are. We are so blessed. We are blessed. Well. We are blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed because we got God's word. Amen? Right here in our hands. You know, it's amazing to think about that. We take it for granted so often. I mean, I take it for granted so often. That I am entrusted. Think about that. God, almighty God. Creator of the universe. Who created the heavens and the earth. 
has given you his word. He has entrusted you to carry his word, to be able to read his word. His holy, 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 holy word. We don't under we don't fully understand all of the mysteries yet in this word. This word, this book is a book of prophecy. It is the only book whose prophecies have come to pass. That alone makes this word divine. Jackson, sit up and get down. Sit down. Thank you. <laughs> and pay attention, boys. This word, this book, is powerful. There's prophecies in this word that are being fulfilled today. That have, there's been prophecies fulfilled throughout the generations. We're so blessed. We're blessed that God calls us His children. We're blessed that God's called us out of darkness into His wonderful light. We're blessed because we've been grafted in to the kingdom as Gentiles through Jesus and salvation. We're blessed that every bit of this book has been God-inspired, that God's breath breathed and spoke every word of it. We're blessed because God's word is reliable. And not only is it reliable, but it's relevant. And that's another amazing thing. Think about it. God's word written thousands of years ago is relevant for today. Amen. That is divine and that is incredible. It's relevant for today and it's been relevant throughout all the generations. And it'll be relevant until he comes back and he sets up his kingdom. As a matter of fact, his word was in the beginning and his word is going to be in the end. It'll never cease. This book is holy. And in the end of this book it said, Cursed is any man that takes any word out of here. Or adds to it. Better that his name not even be written. <laughs> or he'd been born. This is a holy book. It is not... To be thought of lightly, or taken lightly, or taken for granted. 
as many of us have, as I have, many times. God's Word is relevant for teaching, correcting, guiding, shaping, for building, for living. God's Word is a lamp unto your feet. It lights your path. God's Word is perfect. God's Word is perfect. You can't find any fault in it. Don't believe me, believe the Bible. It says it, Psalms 18, verse 30. As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is flawless. Psalms 33, 4 through 11 says, I got I to gotta open up to it. Psalms 33, 4 through 11 For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. Think about that when you look outside and you see the geese and the ducks on the pond. And you see horses out there. And you see all of his creation. The earth is full of God's unfailing love. How beautiful are the works of your hand, O Lord. It says, by the word, verse 6, the Lord, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made, their starry host, by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Think about that. You want to know how big God is? I just picture a I just picture a cup or a mason jar. And God can scoop down with his hand and he can gather up all the deep waters of the ocean. Put a lid on it and put it up in heaven and store it away. <laughs> Think about that. He breathed the heavens, the starry host, by his mouth. It says in verse 8, it says, Let the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere Him. That's what we need to do with this word. We need to revere it. We need to honor it. Let all the people of the world revere Him. For He spoke it, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. The Lord foils the plans of the nations and thwarts the purposes of the peoples. It's like my wife said earlier, we have plans, but they're not the same as God's. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Amen? Amen. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations.
Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. It is by God's word that he spoke everything that we know of into existence. All of creation, everything our eyes can see, it was by God's word that he spoke. John 1.1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And we know that from the first chapter of Genesis. When he repeats several times. And God said. And God said. And God said let there be light. And God said let there be waters. And God said let the waters pool up on one side. And God said let the waters be teeming with fish. And then God said let us make man. And God said. God's word has been spoken through the prophets. And through the prophets, they were been spoken of promised judgment and salvation to come. Throughout the Old Testament, it only not only did it give shape to the future, it also foretold of the future and of the future events. Before they even happen. You know what God's words does? It fixes the future, doesn't it? God's word has a fix in it for the future. And that's through his son Jesus Christ. Through the blood shed by a perfect and spotless lamb. Isaiah 46.10 says, I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. God makes known the beginning and the end. And it's all right here written in his word. Do you want to know where you're going to spend eternity? It's in his word. Do you want to know what eternity looks like? It's in His Word. Do you want to know what the beginning of creation was? It's in His Word. I'll make known the end from the beginning. Leaving, buddy? Okay, have fun. Have a good day. Let's pray over them right now in Jesus' name. that They're going to the water park. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that they would enjoy the water park and that they'd have a safe trip and have fun. Keep them, Lord, in your name we pray. Amen? Amen. Amen.
Let's all go to the water park. <laughs> Let's go to the well of living water. Amen? Let's go to the well of living water. The river of life that's going to be flowing out of the kingdom of heaven. That's going to be an amazing sight to see, isn't it? The word tells you all about it. It's going to be teeming with all kinds of fish for Chris to catch. And Ed. And whoever else likes to fish. (laughs) You know what this word has also done? This word of God has given us a moral standard to live by. Amen. Amen. You know what the world needs today? It's the moral standard of God's word and to get into it and to believe it and to live by it. It's called the Ten Commandments that were given to Moses. They're still applicable and relevant, relevant for today. And if it wasn't for those Ten Commandments, who knows where we would be or what it would look like. I guarantee you, I know it would be look like Sodom and Gomorrah all over again for all of us. We probably wouldn't even exist because God would have wiped us out and been done with us a long time ago. It is by God's word that we know his plans. His ways, His purpose, His power. It is by God's Word that we come to know His love, His holiness, His compassion, His grace, His peace, His patience, His long-suffering, His guidance, His joy, His salvation. That's all by God's Word that we learn and to know God's character. It's all in there. You want to know how to live? Read His Word. You want to know what salvation is? It's in His Word. It's through His Son, Jesus. You want to know what God's love is? It's in His Word. We learn so much about God just by reading it. And we're so blessed that we're able to have it. What other God is like God? Just look at Psalms 119. I think it's the longest Psalms in the Bible. But if you look at it, And you hear King David. And it starts out by saying, Blessed are those whose ways are blameless, who walk according to the law of the Lord. Ephraim, Debbie, no, your cup. I don't want you, I saw you, I don't want you to get wet. It's all right, but don't get, I saw you was leading there. Thank you, Lord. But it's God's word. That we need to walk by. 
He says, Blessed are those whose ways are blameless, who walk according to the law of the Lord. Blessed are they who keep his statutes and seek him with all their heart. Think about that. Blessed are those that keep God's statutes and they seek him with all their heart. They do nothing wrong. They walk in his ways. You have laid down precepts are to be fully obeyed. And that my ways were steadfast, God says. God's ways are steadfast, immovable, perfect, flawless. Oh, that my ways were steadfast in obeying your decrees, that I would not be put to shame when I considered all your commands. I will praise you with an upright heart as I learn your righteous laws. I will obey your decrees. Do not utterly forsake me. How can a young man keep his ways pure? By living according to your word. It goes on throughout that whole psalm. Psalm 1, I will obey your word. Open my eyes so that I can see your wonderful ways in your law, O God. Preserve my life according to your word, O God. I trust in your word. It goes on. Many times I'll obey your word. I trust in your word. Preserve my life. Lord God, in your word. It's God's word that we should meditate on. You want to know more about God's word? You keep reading that Psalms 119. I'm not going to read the whole thing. And you can hear how King David pours his heart out to God. To be filled with his word. It's by God's word that Jesus responded to Satan. When Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, in Matthew chapter 4, verses 4 through 11. It says that Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. I'd be hungry too. It's like what David Wilkerson, I can't fast for three days. Let alone there's men in the Bible that fast for 40 days and 40 nights. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus turned around and answered him, It is written. Remember that. It is written. Those three words. When you feel temptation coming, you just got to say, It is written. Do not put your Lord, the Lord your God, to the test. 
we got to go back because I'm ahead of myself. It says, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand at the highest point of the temple. He said, If you are the Son of God, he said, Throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Boy, isn't the devil a cunning snake? See how Jesus responded to the first temptation. He said, it is written. Look at how the devil responded back to him. He said, yeah, well, it is also written that if you are the son of God, that he will send his angels down. He used the same words against them. Try to trick them. Then the devil said, well, it is written, devil. Goes right back to him. Right back to the word. Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. All this I'll give you if you will bow down and worship me. Think about that temptation for a second. Think about that. All that's out there in the world right now that everybody wants. They don't think about it. In a way of a temptation. But think about it. If you won, if you turn around and you won the Mega Millions Lotto. And now you had everything that you could ever imagine. Anything that you wanted. That you put your heart to. You could go out and buy and purchase. And do. I wonder how your life would be. If you would still serve God. With a temptation like that would be awfully great, wouldn't it? It would be awfully hard to fight. Everybody's looking for money. Everybody wants more of it. I get the same way. But the, you know what? We can easily worship it. We can easily worship money. And you know, it's like when you have it, it's never enough. You always got to have more. And more and more and more and more because you're never satisfied with what you have. Trust me, I know. I'm talking to myself. I'm preaching to myself. It's nice to have. Always wanting more. Goes in one hand and out the other. God says, don't worship money. Worship him. And he'll supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. 
Amen? That's a strong temptation right there for anybody, even for Jesus, to be taken up to the kingdoms of the earth and say, all this is yours. If you would just bow down and worship me. But Jesus, being all God, being full of the word, was in the beginning, was there in the beginning. He was there when he even saw Satan fall from the skies, what he told Peter. When he rebuked him. He said, I saw Satan fall from the sky. Jesus came from a kingdom that probably outmatched any kingdom that we could ever imagine. Or think of. That we know. He came from a kingdom where his father is all of light. Where there is no need for light because light flows from the throne of God. And it's coming here on earth. And he probably looked at Satan and he said he probably laughed. <laughs> You're going to give me this little bitty city when looking up there in the sky of all the stars that my God, my Father, spoke with his mouth and put into existence all of this and all of the glory of the whole world and of the universe is mine. It is written, devil. He goes, away from me, Satan, for it is written. O snake, O Lucifer, Baal, whatever you want to call him, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. For you and me, that would have been a great temptation to have to gain the whole world, but to lose eternal life. But you wouldn't be thinking about that at that time. You'd be thinking about gaining the whole world. For Jesus, it was a quick answer. Away from me, Satan. For it is written. written. It's written. It's wrote right there in my Father's book. Worship the Lord your God and serve Him only. The devil left him, it said. And the angels came and they attended to him. It is that same word. Is how we rebuke the devil when he comes to tempting you. This word we hold is perfect. Powerful. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It, is, it penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit. Joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Think about that. God's word. Judges the thoughts. Your thoughts. He knows what you think before you even think it. He knows what you speak before you even speak it. He judges the attitude of your heart. 
He knows when you don't want to do things that you should do. And you, and you do things you shouldn't do when you should. <laughs> Did I say that right? <laughs> but he knows that. He knows that when your parents tell you to do something, you do it. But in your heart, you're grumbling and you're miserable and you're angry about it. He knows that because he sees your heart. The Word of God is living and active. It is by this Word that demons tremble in fear. It is by that Word that the sick are made whole, the blind receive sight, and the lame can walk, and the dead rise. It was by his word proclaimed to Mary that she would bear a child who would be the Messiah and they were to call him by the name of Jesus because he's going to be the Son of God who was born in a manger. It is that word that was made alive into the flesh that day. That went to the cross for you and for me. It is by that word, that name of Jesus, that every knee will bow, every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. It is that same word that we're going to see in the sky when he returns on a white horse with a name written on it. That no one knows and it's to be written, King of kings, Lord of lords. It is by that word that he's going to grab a hold of Satan and bind him up and cast him out into the obits. Who's going to sit at the white throne of God and separate the sheep from the goats. And he's going to tell the goats, depart from me, I never knew you. And he's going to call a sheep into his kingdom. It is by his word that he will sit on his throne in judgment, in righteousness, in holiness. It is by his word that he's going to set up a kingdom here on earth to reign and rule for a millennial. And that we would live forever and ever to be with him. It's all by his word. He's spoken it. It's going to happen. We are so blessed and we are so honored. We need to treat God's word with the reverence, with the holiness it deserves. With respect. It is by his word that we live and breathe. It is by his word that we have the Holy Spirit in us. Amen? Amen. I want to show you a video. Are we ready now, Joe? I want to show you a video. Wow, it's been 28 minutes. 
I want to show you a video of this tribe that my wife showed me. She got it on her Facebook. This tribe getting the Word of God for the first time ever translated into their language. And you need to see the response that they have. Go ahead, Joe. It's amazing. It's amazing to see their response and their worship and their reverence on receiving. Think about this. There are people out there that don't have the Word of God. Like we have the Word of God. There are tribes, there are nations that don't have it translated into their language.
ingang up niyo wena na nani imiyong kiblam nuna boga na yung kumbog neri masarakat imiyong mabon ni sinap ni sinimiyong sa ingang ulam up ti na ingang ulam niyo mo neri ikin na kikip lawa piyo pertanyan lama para sa ngena tanda ng ulam nung nandigan na kikip pesarok pesingting kayo Nemiyong dun abut na ano tatsiwa nun nangyayang upsir nun diwal kita pa tawapte ampusin ba nun diwuta ay tawapte nemiyong diyularop nun disinan nun diwuta ay panun na nangyayang kanga di tawap Siga aneso nemi aneso nemi na nemiyong diyuluk gimya diwura ay memiruwa anghe nun disari dobipti wenena nun dimabumuk mabak dipsipa nun na malukol yungugok sumatukok wenena nun diwura ay nangyayang salba ay tawap Tinu di mabak lagi, sikti na sikti lim sikti mabak lagi, ombat tabalam sikti na 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 sikti Wene aku deblak di mana yang ena deblak aku buka sampai pokok plak nak orang mula. These people receive God's word for the first time in their language. And they're so impressed and they're so blessed by it. And they're just so excited that they're just able to have the word of God in there. And when he grabbed the Bibles out of the plane and he prayed that beautiful prayer. And all the people were worshiping and praising and dancing just because of God's word. It's a like they said, this word is a, is a path unto our feet. These children will have guidance and be able to live in righteousness now. And they'll be able to pass this on and pass it on to other generations. We can't take God's word lightly, church. It's holy. It's holy. Amen. Let's stand for the blessing. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. And may you come out of here today, hopefully changed by your word, God, each one of us here. Lord God, that Lord, we would receive your word with the joy that we see in these people, Lord God, every day. That, Lord God, we would receive your word with excitement and enthusiasm and with holy reverence, Lord God. And, Lord, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for each person here.
And I just pray that you would bless them abundantly. In Jesus' name, amen.